0: Hello everybody and welcome to another exciting podcast with Patty and Michael. In this particular episode, we're going to demonstrate, show you how to take a lot longer to sell your house and probably for less money. Patty? Hi Michael. What do you think of our topic?
1: I think our topic is uh something that's probably seasonal appropriate right now since there's inventory is low and Many people feel that they should take it off, rest their listing, and bring it back on the spring. So I'm looking forward to our, our conversation on this.
0: Right. So let's start with crazy ideas. So starting with the number one crazy idea, it could be the only one on this list, because we haven't rehearsed for this. We have no notes whatsoever. This is completely unedited. People have this crazy idea that if they take their house off in the fall, And put it on in the spring. The buyers that have been looking for a house are going to be all waking up and so surprised and absolutely blown away that there's this new listing, and they're going to buy it right away. They're going to pay more money, and everything's be great, and life is going to be wonderful. When in fact, the information, the statistics, and the sales data tells us otherwise. What the sales data tells us is if you leave your house on between the fall or you list if it's a new listing in the fall so you're listing you're you're putting your house up for sale between the fall and the spring you will typically end up with more money it will take you a little bit longer to sell but at the end of the day more money and a lot of people are saying well i'm going to be i don't want to be moving in the middle of winter or i'm going to be on vacation for a week you always have control over the closing date. So you could sell in November, December, January, and then you could close in March, April, or May, depending if you can get a deal or a mutual understanding with the with the purchasers, which is in a lot of cases, they don't want to be moving in the winter either. But they're still looking for houses off-season, and according to the data, they're willing to pay more
1: yeah i i would agree with that i would just summarize it as the fall winter um sales and listings inventory versus the spring summer if we break it down sort of accounting orders into the seasons uh that we have up in canada um i and i am of the belief as well list your property when the inventory is lower because many feel that, and like you said, they're gonna trick the buyer, uh, the consumer into believing this is a brand new listing, whereas they do have access. And if they're working with a sales representative, they have access to see the full history of that property. And sometimes it doesn't look good when it's on and off and on and off and on and off. That all becomes very clear um, you know, the history as as buyers are asking their real estate professional to pull the history, which if you don't know to ask for that, always be sure to because you want to make sure what price was this on last year? What price is it on this year? If the price is down, you know, it was obviously priced a little high and they're trying to start fresh. If it's the price is up, you're going to want to know what they did over the winter months to reintroduce the property the following uh,
0: spring at a higher price. And when you're looking at the data, in my opinion, and Patty can correct me if I'm wrong. Which sometimes you are. Well, that I think one episode. <laughs> okay. I think I said it was the wrong month. That was only because we're moving the recording. The, the sales data or the history of the property on realtor.ca, I'm finding isn't exactly accurate. It can be erroneous. and I'm finding there's stuff on there that's completely contradictory to reality. In other words, you're seeing, you know, that they paid 100000 for the property three weeks ago, and now they're on for four. But that never happened, because our system, which we use, is called Paragon. We've covered it in other episodes. And that data is accurate. Have you found the same thing?
1: Um, no, actually, I'm a little curious.
0: Why are you a little curious?
1: Because I've, I, this isn't something that I have come across, or maybe perhaps I'm not understanding.
0: What I'm saying is recently the Canadian Real Estate Association runs sale Realtor.ca has introduced the ability for the consumers to go on the website, Realtor.ca, and see the history of the property. I'm finding that they're quoting me the information that's incorrect. And this is why you're finding that certain properties don't have a history because the agent or the vendor, if they're educated, has requested that that history be deleted.
1: okay. And that's such a small, small, I am aware. So I've been in real estate now uh, coming up to 14 years. And in my experience, I've probably come across that two or three times. And I mean, I've done hundreds, probably almost a thousand deals. I think I've,
0: I, if not, probably over. But anyway, well, we I come across. We certainly hope business picks up. <laughs> Moving along in the spring, if you are one of these people, that I think you're going to uh, get more money for your property because you're going to wait until the spring. Everybody and their brother waits until the spring. Our phones ring off to hook when the grass is green in the spring, which is more like summer, because they're looking for those perfect pictures. Whereas I would rather just get it listed in January. We control the closing date. We can always reshoot the photos and the video, if we need to, if it's still for sale, down the road. makes sense?
1: Yep, completely.
0: Okay, and we're going to extend our list of crazy ideas today. We have one item on the list. Is one item an actual list or just a thing? We'll call it a list because we're going to extend this by 100%. We're going to have a second item on there, which Patty already touched on. Is the homeowner that thinks that we're going to put our house on, we're going to take it off, we're going to put it on, we're going to take it off. And then they like to use the term... We're going to let it rest, which is so stupid. Number one, it's stupid for two reasons. It's stupid because you're not listening to your agent or your broker's advice because you think you're a real estate expert because you would been it. you've would you been watching HGTV and you know everything there is to know about real estate, not the agent that's handled thousands of listings in the past. So putting it on, taking it off, inevitably is going to end up extending the time tenfold sometimes, again, according to the data. And you're probably not going to end up with as much money. The consumers, particularly the younger ones, are extremely well educated, and they know all about you resting your listing. Uh, and the history is there, so you think that oh, well, we're going to let it rest. We'll put it back on, new and fresh, and all you see it's been listed for four days.
1: Well, I'm going to say sometimes that's also at the advice because I've come across this of the sales representative. So if your sales representative is recommending that you rest uh, your listing and bringing it on in the spring because properties sell better in the spring, um, they're kind of doing you a disservice, in my opinion.
0: And they're also not giving you factual information that comes from sales data.
1: Yeah, and the sales data that we
0: pull... They're they are probably watching HDTV with the clients.
1: <laughs> possibly. The sales data that we have support that... You will get more money in the winter months for your property if you're one of the few people that are on the market. And why that is, is again, one, supply and demand. So there is lower supply. It doesn't mean the demand is not there. We just don't have as many tire kickers. So you don't feel like you're getting as many showings in the winter months as you do with tourist season. And everyone wants to see what properties look like for how much on PEI. Um, The other thing that uh, people don't realize is work relocations happen 12 months out of the year. So there's always people, whether they're doctors, they're military, there's Police. RCMP. RCMP, absolutely. They're being relocated and they get you know a three-day work trip. And whatever's on the market is what they're going to buy. They can't wait until you decide to bring your property back on the market in the spring. They get a house hunting trip. They mm-hmm. need to pick something.
0: Of course, that brings along the question of those owners or vendors that say, well, if a buyer comes along, oh yes, you let me know. Yeah, try to direct them to and, mine. All the agents thinking, I don't think so. I got better things to do than a big pile of paperwork just to show your house and be legally protected.
1: Yeah, well, and, and what the sellers need to realize is on average, good sales representatives, sales um, professionals will work with, approximately five to seven buyers at any given time. So to assume that that one listing agent who has their little handful of five to seven is going to, you know, luck out, and one of those is going to be the, you know, they're going to be able to play matchmaker and connect them with yours. Sometimes it happens. Majority of the time it does not. Which leads me to the next thing. Many sellers assume that by bouncing their listing from realtor to realtor to realtor... Oh, so-
0: yes. We did a video on YouTube years ago about this. It's called... What was it called? The Miracle The agent. Miracle Agent. <laughs> yes. The Miracle Agent that is like a Superman and can climb over listing piles and sell everything in sight. He can take... Or she. Or she <laughs> can take a crazy vendor's house that's overpriced by 6,000% and sell it in 24 hours because the one thing that all the overpriced sellers have in common is it's always, always the listing agent's fault that it didn't sell. And the number, you'll never hear that same crazy vendor say to the neighbor, hey, Patty, you know what? I had my list, I was listed with Michael and he didn't sell it because I pulled a number out of my ass.
1: <laughs> yes, they don't say that. They typically end up The second um, sales professional that comes in, they usually have a better opportunity because time has gone by. The seller becomes a little bit more motivated. Uh, They're a little easier to work with at that point. So they're a little more realistic, perhaps, with their numbers. You know, whether or not the first sales professional that came in bought the listing by telling the seller what they wanted to hear, or the seller said they're not motivated, they don't have to sell, yeah, they don't have to sell. Um, you know, they want to test the market, I can always go down, but I can't go back up. These are things that we hear all the time, every single day. If there was indeed a miracle agent, I'm sure every real estate professional across Canada, uh, and probably the US would list their properties with them just to make sure that they sell in a timely manner. So um, they don't exist. The only reason that I would say switching real estate professionals would make sense. Sometimes uh, sellers will feel like the agent doesn't have that same energy and enthusiasm. The relationship has gone flat. I've heard this, Michael. I've heard...
0: But it started off with what's really problematic in PEI is the cousin-brother-uncle syndrome. Oh, yeah. For sure. Explain.
1: Well, uh, they're so... Because PEI is so small... Every, we'll call, island resident is pretty, there's a high probability that they're related to a real estate professional. So they had to go with them. And we encountered that with the eight-year listing.
0: Eight-year listing?
1: Uh, yes. The one well, that was listed years ago. Yeah.
0: Which brings us back to the question, if your agent's telling you to take your house off the market and let it rest, is this a result of you not hiring an agent that has the qualifications and experiences and is doing real estate full-time for years or decades that knows what they're doing to give you good advice or is this a result of cousin brother uncle yeah no because idea. the other thing that happens is and this happens all over planet Earth is whenever the market gets good which it did in 2016 in PEI is when the police pull you over, they don't ask for your driver's license. They ask for your real estate license because you're far more likely to have a real estate license than a driver's license when markets are good. And when things start to slow down, like they're not, like they're doing now in PEI, where they're traversing from a seller's market to a balanced market, you, you start to see these agents drop off. Probably one of the agents that you might have hired because they're a cousin brother uncle that might have dated your sister's brother's friend that lived across they lived down the street and they could see this person's house across the river so they listed with them
1: yes yeah so just if if you have attractive if there's professional marketing material no pictures of your real estate professional in the bathroom mirror using their phone taking their picture your property pictures as long as you have professional real estate, you know, photography, professional videography, you have, you know, an attractive overview that's more than just telling that you have three bedrooms, two baths, open concept um, on a nice lot. Like it should tell a story. So check your story in that out. If all that marketing material is good, there's no reason to rest your listing. It it is a timing game and sometimes certain more niche properties or products require finding that same kind of seller that's selling it right now whether it's a retiree or so some properties just do take a little bit longer to sell if you are priced high time is what is going to uh, require it's going to be what's required in order to get that sold not taking it off the market and tricking everybody or bringing it back on because the history is there
0: but time is not what you're doing is you're assuming the market's going to go up and it may not which brings us to our, our closing statement, the you can't time a market. And this has been taught by Warren Buffett and his business partner, Charlie Munger, and many others. You can't time a market. Inevitably, what's going to happen, the moment you take that house off the market, somebody, probably from away, as we say on the island, will be looking for that exact house, and they're willing to pay that price, and you're busy resting. Yeah, so the more don't hibernate your house. Leave it on the market. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, I agree. And if they tell you to rest it or take it off the market, now is a great opportunity for a look, to look for another agent.
1: <laughs> it was,
0: sounds like a good plan. See ya. We're Have
1: talking. a great day.